Welcome to H2O in the Know. In this episode, we're all about healthy hydration and the effects that sugar-sweetened beverages can have on the body. I'm your host, Chris Torres, and our guest for today joining us by phone is Dr. Harold Goldstein, Executive Director of the California-based Public Health Advocates, which is all about nurturing the health and well-being of neighborhoods and schools in California. So how are you, Dr. Goldstein? It's great to have you on with us today. Uh, It's a pleasure to be here, Chris. It's an important topic, healthy hydration. Definitely. So let's get started with the basics. You've done a lot of work to encourage children to drink more water. How important is it that kids drink water for healthy hydration? You know, it's uh, healthy hydration is one of the most important things that uh, that we can do for our kids. You know, we we human beings, we animals evolved first from the oceans, and in order for us to uh, make it on land, we had to bring the oceans inside our bodies, and in order for us to um, be healthy in any way, we have to have water um, and enough water in our bodies. So one of the most important things that we can do for our kids is to make sure that they're drinking water, and I should say water rather than sugary drinks. And how can sugary beverage consumption impact their weight? You know, there's studies show that for every soda a child drinks that they're 60% more likely to be overweight. I should say every every uh, sugary drink they drink per day, every sugary beverage they drink per day um, increases their risk of being overweight by 60%. Um, one 20 ounce soda has 16 teaspoons of sugar. Imagine taking 16 teaspoons of sugar into your mouth at one time. Um, that's what a bottle of Coke or Pepsi has. Um, so the single most important thing that our kids can drink is water. Uh, when they drink sugar, um, all that, uh, all those calories increase their risks to be overweight. It later increases their risk for having diabetes, um, increases their risks of having cavities. All that sugar dissolves uh, the, the protective coating on their teeth. Um, so sugary beverages are really bad for kids. Um, they're not great for us adults either, but especially for kids, they need to be drinking water instead. And do you have any tips on how parents or anyone else responsible for children can help them develop healthy drinking habits? You know, for me, I've got a, a 14-year-old son, and the, the key for us was um, just not having soda around the house to begin with. Um, when my son was little, at some point he had a a little sip of soda and he, he hated the taste of it. It was um, too bubbly, it was t- it, it kind of hurt his mouth is what it looked like. Um, and what I realized was that drinking bubbly soda is actually a learned taste. You actually have to overcome your aversion to it because it's, it's initially very unpleasant. Um, so the key for us was don't have it around, don't uh, you know, start with water and milk early. Um, Don't drink soda early and uh, kids will establish healthy drinking habits um, from a very early age and they'll carry that for the rest of their lives. Uh, Let's switch over to schools for a quick second here. Do you think that water should be added to the MyPlate Nutrition Guide, which is what a lot of schools use to promote healthy eating habits? Yeah, I know. It's it's actually um, a tragedy that that uh, water isn't yet on the uh, my plate guide um, water is as essential as anything in some ways it's more essential than anything else 
Um, so absolutely, it needs to be on the My Plate Guide. Um, my organization, Public Health Advocates, spent six years, um, beginning in, in the year 2000, um, pushing the state legislature to get soda and junk food out of schools. Uh, it took a long time. Um, looking back on it, actually six years, maybe it wasn't so long. Um, one of the most important things that we can do for our kids in schools is, is get sodas out and make sure that water is in. Our kids in schools should be drinking either water or milk um, and getting water on my plate will uh, go a long ways to helping ensure that schools have the ability and the, the resources to, to make sure that water is there for our kids. So I've also read that as we age, particularly when we get to age 65 and older, we tend to lose our thirst sensation. And people who take diuretics and multiple medications for different ailments also have an increased risk for uh, dehydration. So how much more important is it that we stay hydrated even when we're older? Yeah, I mean, water is important for, for us throughout our lives. The National Institute of Aging describes exactly what you just said, which is as we get older, we lose our sense of, of thirst some. Um, sometimes the medicines that we take um, are diuretics, which mean we need to drink even more water. So absolutely essential for, um, for all of us as we get older to continue drinking water. I mean, some tips, you know, if, if um, for, for folks who are older is to be sure to add liquids throughout the day, maybe, you know, take a, a sip of water um, between bites during meals, have a, have a full glass of water when you're taking your medication, rather than just a little sip to get the pills down, drink a whole glass of water is really important for, for our seniors to stay hydrated too. How tough can it be to change your drinking habits if you drink a lot of sugary beverages already? You know, I've heard people tell um, very different stories. Um, I was one time um, uh, in a taxi and the taxi driver asked me what I did and I described that we had just gotten soda and junk food out of schools. And he said, um, wow, I was in high school when, when um, sodas were taken out. I said, wow, what was it like? He said, wow, people were just upset. I said, really, for how long? He said, you know, it, it must have been a week and I, I realized um, it's hard to change our habits at first, um, but it doesn't take long to um, get used to something new. You know, give yourself a week, give yourself two weeks. Um, pretty soon you'll get used to the delicious taste of, of water. Um, it is what we mammals have been drinking for 250 million years. Um, it's, uh, it's something that we're designed to consume. And if you're, if you're drinking all that soda, um, just imagine that every time you're drinking a bottle of soda, you're drinking 16 teaspoons of sugar, that the acid um, combined with that sugar is dissolving your teeth away. Um, there's nothing healthier than, than uh, a good glass of water. And man, that is a lot of sugar. I wish I wish that's something I would have known when I was a younger kid. <laughs> exactly. You drink, you know, if you drink, you drink one bottle a day for a week, you're drinking more than two cups of sugar. Imagine pouring two cups of sugar down your throat. And really, it leads right to, right to diabetes. All that sugar um, in liquid form gets absorbed 
into the body um, in as little as 30 minutes. So one bottle of soda, you can absorb all that sugar in as little as 30 minutes and it gets absorbed by the, um, by the liver actually and um, converted directly into fat. And so there's studies that show that um, over just a course of a few weeks, drinking soda can um, dramatically build up the amount of fat in your liver. And that fatty liver disease, as it's called, leads directly to diabetes. So one sign that things might be changing in our country is that bottled water is now the number one packaged beverage choice in America. What do you think that says about us as, as consumers? You know, consumers are starting to get it. All this, uh, all the talk out there and the, the words getting out that uh, all these sugary drinks are really bad for you. And consumers are changing what they're, what they're drinking. So um, I think in some ways that's the best answer to the question of what's it like to, to uh, change what you're drinking? How difficult is it to change? Well, it's not that difficult because a whole lot of Americans are, are doing it. Uh, when I when I saw recently that that uh, uh, bottled water is uh, outpacing, outselling soda, I was thrilled. That's it's probably um, one of the most important uh, changes in our health habits in the United States um, in modern times to switch from drinking all that sugar to drinking uh, plain delicious water. Now, as executive director of Public, public health advocates. What kinds of things have you guys been working on to help encourage water consumption? I know getting uh, soda out of schools has been one big one. Yeah, we've actually had for about five years now, we've been working with churches um, to, um, to get water in churches, to have pastors and ministers talking about um, the health benefits of water. And we've shown, um, in particularly in African-American churches where we've been working now, that uh, churches can be a center point in the community where healthy habits uh, can be started. And uh, we're, we're going to be taking that to churches throughout California. All right. And where does your passion for uh, advocating healthy hydration come from? You know, I'm a public health person, and given the the centrality of water um, as uh, important to human health, um, it's it has always been central to my thinking of what we can do to reduce chronic disease rates. You know, two thirds of us will die of either heart disease, cancer, um, diabetes, or stroke. Most of that is about what we eat and what we drink. And if there's one single thing that we can do to have um, the, the most impact on our weight and our risk for any of those diseases um, is to drink water instead of sugar. All right. And my last question for you today is about the diabetes conference that uh, you guys held in November, which was pretty successful. Are you guys planning another this year? You know, rather than a diabetes conference, we're actually we're having a water conference. Um, late, Ju late June um, here in Sacramento, we're going to have um, a conference talking about the importance of um, all people having access to clean, healthy water. We're going to have folks from Flint, Michigan, talking about what went wrong there. We're going to have folks um, talking about the importance of saving 
um, water in in uh, in communities and in wildlands, um, and the importance of having water in all communities. Far too many, especially low-income communities in in uh, across the country, uh, don't have access to clean, safe drinking water. Uh, so we're for us, this is uh, public health issue number one. And uh, we want to make sure that everyone has water. We'll be bringing people from all over the country together to be talking about that uh, in June. All right. Yeah, sounds like it'll be a great event. It is. It is indeed. All right, Dr. Goldstein, thanks again for coming on with us today. It's been great having you on, and perhaps we can do it again later sometime. I look forward to it very much. All right, and this wraps up this episode. We want to thank you guys for listening today and hope you continue to stick with us. Uh, you can check out more episodes of H2O in the note on the Bottle Water Matters SoundCloud page. This is Chris Torres signing off for now, and we'll see you again soon. Music by royalty-free-music-library.com.